What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. What do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? And I'm like, shut up, baby. Take me out the Hey, yo. Oh, you already know, baby. Politics is back. 2022, we out here. I missed you so much, and I've been saving up the juiciest stories over the break to talk about today. A Hollywood consultant says Glee is the show that started wokeness in Hollywood. Impractical Joker star Joe Gatto is getting a divorce and quitting the comedy show and Pop Culture Rewind. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Conservative gleeks in the house, and I don't mean that spit thing. I can't do that. How are you? This is Neil Page from Chicago. Hi. Pleased to meet you both. A Hollywood consultant who used to be immersed in the Gleek fandom on Tumblr years ago said that the fandom was so unbelievably toxic that he's convinced it was the patient zero of extreme wokeness and even cancel culture. Trick or treat, bada bing. Hey, what's a guy gotta do to get a candy situation up in here, huh? There is an extremely detailed article written by this consultant for human events that you can read if you want to. But basically he says words like problematic originated from that Glee fandom and that Glee was propagandizing wokeness before anyone knew what wokeness was. Stop in the name of love before you break. He described the Gleek fandom on Tumblr as one of the most evil and cutthroat places on the internet. Now, I was never a Gleek, but I did use Tumblr for several years, so I kind of know what he's describing. But if you were on Tumblr during the height of Glee, do you agree that it was the birthplace of cancel culture and wokeness in Hollywood? Before we get into my theories on Joe Gatto, I mean Larry! 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 Just a quick reminder that tonight, a brand new episode of The Spillover comes out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This will be our first ever celebrity interview on the show. We're starting 2022 off with a bang. Catch up on the two episodes released over the break if you haven't listened yet. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review, even if you have before. Now, when I saw that Impractical Joker star Joe Gatta was getting divorced, I was Stunned. His wife is the cutest ever, and so are his kids. Just a beautiful family. Pretty cool record player, right? What shot me even more wasn't the ending of their marriage, but that Joe is quitting Impractical Jokers too. In a statement, he said, due to some issues in my personal life, I have to step away, and I will no longer be involved with Impractical Jokers. You're a tall drink of water, sir! Here we go! Arguably, I think Joe is the funniest guy on Impractical Jokers. I just don't understand why quitting his marriage means quitting the show, unless the two are somehow connected. Like, do you think he or his wife had an affair with someone on the show or their wives? I'm just kidding, honey, she's ugly. Or maybe it's all part of a skit and Joe had to divorce his wife as a punishment on the show. This is gonna be his villain origin story, y'all. I'm sorry, unfortunately, the PA system is broken. Oh, damn it. Larry Bananas! 
I got the bruschettinis and the Concord grapes. <laughs> Apologize, he's normally pretty fast. Do you think there's something really bad going on behind the scenes? I mean, I need Joe on the show. I am very unwell. And now I'm crying. So keep your head up, princess, for your crown falls. Know these voices in your head will be your downfall. I know it gets so hard, but you don't got far to go. Keep your head up, princess. I know the new year just started, but it's Thursday, which means we gotta take a step back in time and see what happened this week in pop culture history with the Pop Culture Rewind. This week in 1987, Unsolved Mysteries premiered as a special on NBC. And in my opinion, this is the scariest TV show music score of all time. Courage to take a train ride. She has never returned. this week, ABC aired The Amy Fisher Story, a TV movie starring Drew Barrymore based on 16-year-old Amy Fisher. Now, I had never heard this story before, so I looked it up, and this teenager crashed her car, fell in love with her married mechanic, so then she crashed her car over and over and over again on purpose just to see him again. They started an illegal affair, and then she shot his wife in the face. Didn't kill her, but she did paralyze her. Now, little Amy is a porn star. Isn't that a lovely story? Drew Barrymore is Amy Fisher. You ever been with an older guy? Unstoppable. Whatever Amy wants, Amy gets. Insatiable. I love him, and I love the sex. And dangerous. I'll do whatever it takes to get his wife out of the way. Don't start what you can't finish. When I know what I want, I go for it. Let me see it. You're a psycho. Don't say it's over. This is getting out of control. The New York Times calls ABC's the best of the three. Drew Barrymore, the Amy Fisher story, someday. And this week in 1994, Olympic ice skater Nancy Kerrigan was famously attacked when Tanya Harding's husband and bodyguard hired Shane Stant to break her legs. Why? 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 And her nose, some hard, hard black stick. Something really, really hard. And that's what happened this week in pop culture history. things just to update you on in my life. In the new year, we are obsessed with architectural digest and home decor. Somehow my goal for this year is to save money, but at the same time, finally decorate my place. We love a contradictory queen. Your architecture is, uh, is breathtaking. As for what I read or watched over break, I read November 9 by Colleen Hoover. Absolutely loved it. A great love story. I watched Emily in Paris season two. Loved that, of course. Team Emily, Camille is a snake. Watched all of the Dexter New Blood episodes, except the finale, which comes out this weekend. Excellent. Do you think he remembers? He can't. You did. You went through my stuff. We need to talk. This isn't about the code or feeding your urges. This is vengeance. Yep. Can you imagine being right next to a serial killer and having no idea? Let's party! What is happening? I think you've lived long enough. Movie-wise, I watched Girl in the Basement, 
Flowers in the Attic, and Kept Woman. All rapey incest abduction movies. My boyfriend won't ever let me pick a movie again. My favorite was Girl in the Basement, which is actually a Lifetime movie based on a true story. Time passes really weird down here. Motherhood is the best thing that can happen to a woman. I'm gonna go outside. What do you think, I hid your sister down here? What are we calling this one? I am gonna find her myself. Dawn is my dad is also your dad. This is what happened, you ungrateful little girl. Are you doing this? Girl in the basement. If you's excited the politics is back, tap the heart button, share your theories about Joe Gatto in the comments. Tell me what you read or watched over the holiday break. DM this episode to one cute servant friend. Tell them, hey, politics is back in case you didn't know, and hit the save button. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Happy New Year! Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at RealAlexClark. Love you, mean it. Bye.